What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is Will. That is Casino. With Casino. The, the only sports podcast. Hopefully, Casino fixed his internet and is not trying to run his internet through his toaster like he did for the last 10 minutes of last week's podcast. But uh, also, sorry that this podcast is a day late because, you know, BJ's kid, I don't know why he's throwing up and stuff. Just like, get your kid a better immune system. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I got... So me and Casino obviously have day jobs before this podcast takes off. It makes us multimillionaires. But uh, so I got home from work last night. No, no, not last night, the night before. And I was walking upstairs and I get home late, like midnight. So I go upstairs to our room. My son still sleeps in the bed with us because he's like one years old or whatever. So I get up there and he like pops his head up like he's awake and he's like reaching towards me and going like da 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 and I was like oh this is adorable. I grab him, I put him on my chest, he lays his head down, you know, I'm like oh this is nice. We're going to bed. I'm glad he's feeling better. Within 5 seconds of me being like this is nice, he <laughs> lifts his head up, looks me directly in the eye, projectile vomits from my chin down, completely covers me just in like he had like applesauce so it was like applesauce and uh, milk just vomit all from my from my chin to my belly button completely covers himself completely covers me I'd been home for literally five minutes and then that was one of seven times I've been projectile vomited on by him in the past three days so none today fingers crossed none today but yeah. So that's why we could not record the podcast because I just kept having baby vomit all over me. And that's not and a good look. a toaster for an internet. Yeah. So we got baby vomit. We got toaster internet. And we're the only sports podcast. We have to be more professional than that. I was going to come on today with just covered in stuff, but then I would have to clean it up and it just wouldn't be a good look. But yeah. I didn't uh, make toast today just in case. <laughs> uh let's uh so today we're going to talk about mlb playoffs we're going to talk about uh our picks for the nfl this weekend and then we're going to talk about a video casino just made me watch which is the fantastic draymond green punching out his teammate video but before we get into all the fun stuff casino let's talk about the least fun thing which is Thursday night football and the Broncos Colts game, which happened last night. I think I'm done watching Broncos games. Why do they keep putting Broncos games on primetime? They are the, I've seen what they've had three primetime games. They've had five games. I think I've watched four of them. Just abysmal. abysmal. They're trying to just get, they're trying to get them out of the way. Just trying to get them out of the way. Dude. It's so just, did we pick, who did we pick? Oh, we didn't pick because no, yeah. it doesn't matter. We both would have picked the Broncos and the Colts would have won. Yep. Yeah. So we, that would have been a loss anyways, but yeah, just, I was, I watched that game. I like an idiot because at work we don't have Amazon prime. So like an idiot, they replay it on NFL network. So I recorded it and then came home and watched it. And it was just gross i hate the broncos i hate that broncos team there and the thing is their defense is pretty legit like they're holding teams to less than what 
14 points a game, but that offense, man, is just Russell Wilson. This is my first question to you. They always say, let Russ cook. Is Russ cooked? He looks like he's done. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's two interceptions, a shitty game. Like he, I'm done. Like, I, I love though how he was so adamant about getting out of Seattle. And it was like, me or Carol, me or Carol, pick, take your pick. Well, guess what? They they got it right. <laughs> yeah. They, they look like they right. bailed at the exact, because that's what people always give Belichick credit for, is he would always bail on players right before they just fucking tanked. Like, mm-hmm. this looks like now the smartest move by the whole Seattle Seahawks organization. Like, they got the best of Russell uh, Wilson, and now it just looks like he's just done. Like, I mean, how long before we are just like, it's a slump versus this is who he is now? Because that one, inter- the second interception he had last night, he's literally getting tackled to the ground and he throws it 15 yards away from where his closest wide receiver is. And he's literally going to the ground and just throws it as far as he can. Like, for what? What are you thinking is going to happen in that? It was, ugh. But the Colts... Their two victories, Chiefs, Broncos, sneaky good. Uh, my first you sneaky. Were say that word. <laughs> uh. Sneaky good uh, uh, wins there, but I still don't think the Colts are good. Like, no, and, and you say sneaky win against the Broncos. We talked about this. We thought the Broncos were going to be good. They have on paper a great team, well, above average team. They have a team that could definitely be, you know, contendable. But uh, yeah, um, so when you say sneaky good to beat the Broncos I don't agree with that at this point we already know what the Broncos are they're trash they're garbage well I don't care how good the the Broncos offense is trash and garbage the Broncos defense is number four in the league so I mean and 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 you got to think um the Colts won without having their you know having their starting running back yeah first time he's ever missed a game in his entire career which is fucking crazy that's nuts yeah, some Iron Man shit right there. Ugh. But yeah, this game was gross. Like, I, watched, I, I watched I watched almost the end of the third quarter and I'm like, I, I just I'll catch the highlights. This isn't this isn't fun. Dude, you know it's bad when you're at home and your fans start leaving as the game goes into OT. Like there was that there's that viral clip, but I mean they showed it uh during the broadcast, obviously, where it's like the start of OT and just the entire stadium is just emptying and <laughs> it's a nine, nine game at that point ends up being 12, nine is the final, but you're paying Russell Wilson, $245 million, uh, uh, a contract and you pay him for moments like this at the end of the game, right? Where it's fourth and two, you're at the, what they're at like the eight yard line and they just have to get into the end zone to win the game. Like, that's what you're paying him for. And then he throws into double coverage. He throws behind, I think it was Sutton. He throws behind him, wasn't even close, like, and that's the game. Like, and throws two interceptions. Two- game. <laughs> yeah. He- so the Broncos offense was ranked 18th going into this game. After this week, they have to fall to, what, 25? Like, mm-hmm. there's no way there's going to be that, like, 
10 better offensive performances than, or 10, I'm sorry, 10 worse offensive performances than this Broncos, uh, what they put up against the Colts, which the Colts defense is uh, ranked seventh in the league. So again, if these two teams can just fix their offenses, they wouldn't be bad, but that's obviously saying a lot more than, uh, you know, if everybody could just fix one side of the ball, we'd have a lot better football, but uh, anything else to take away from this game casino? None whatsoever. Yeah, just boring. Stop putting Broncos games on uh, primetime. Also, random question for you, but I was thinking about this. Should we, I was thinking about this in connection to the Tua concussion thing, which we talked about on the last episode. Should the NFL get rid of Thursday night games? I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but here's the thing. People crave it. They want it as much as they can. So uh, they're, they're going to keep it on there so they can have your attention the entire week. Yeah, but it's but it, football is so different than like all the other sports, which is it's predominantly a contact sport, right? You can have double headers in baseball. You can play basketball games back to back, like nights back to back because it's non-contact and you still get hurt and stuff, but it doesn't mean every game you're playing, you're smashing into the other team, what, 50 times a game, probably more. Like it's like one of those ones where, can you play football four days after you just played football? Like, I don't know if you can. I think the players, I think the majority of them would, would not give a shit. Like, I don't think there's an advantage to playing Thursday. I think there's only a disadvantage. Like, I don't know. I think, I again, I agree with you. I don't think they will, especially when Amazon paid them billions of dollars to have Thursday night football. But I think Sunday, Monday okay like you know like that has that seems to have worked out because you get an extra day when blah 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 but Thursday night football man I don't think it works I don't think you can sustain this but I don't think you can get rid of it uh now that we've done Thursday night let's dive into the Sunday uh slate we have and we first start the day in London uh with Giants at Packers, I guess, I don't know why they put at for away games, but technically this is a Packer home game. Uh, three and one Giants, three and one Packers. Who you got, Casino? Oh, man. This is a sneaky game. No, yes. uh, so no it is Green, not. Green, I know. Green Bay is uh, minus eight. Um, even though the Giants are three and one, and I had that miraculous pick last week, which I feel awesome about. This is, um, this is now your team. The Giants are now your NFC team. You're uh, trying to live or die by this by this team. Um, no, I actually have them losing this week. Um, again, again, I, no matter how much I hate Rodgers and that team and yada yada, I just don't see them. I just don't see them losing a lot in the regular season. Except they find ways to win. Rodgers finds ways to win in the regular season. Um, yeah, he's a winner, except when it counts. You know, that's <laughs> a winner. You got it. Um, yeah, uh, I, I have the Packers here. Um, I don't know if I agree with the minus eight. I still think that the Giants might pull it a little closer, but I don't. Should, I don't. 
Should we start picking games based on the point spread or just who's going to win, who's going to lose? I mean, who's going to win, who's going to lose, but I don't mind talking about the point spread. Why not? Okay. No, I was just throwing it out there. But you both, man. But I don't think the Packers have shown. Let's see. The Giants defense is 15th in the league. So they're average. They're literally the most. And then their offense is 22nd. So how they are three and one is just luck of who they played versus what they have, right? Their entire offense is Saquon Barkley. They line up in three tight end sets and then they just pound the rock and basically pray that Daniel Jones doesn't fuck them. Like, right. Like they've had the Titans, the Panthers, they were competitive against the Cowboys and then they had the bears. Like, the only team they lost to was the Cowboys. I mean, Panthers are garbage. Bears are garbage. Titans. Well, that was before Titans had like righted the ship, or at least it looks right. like they righted the ship. Like right. that was so, when it was I mean, like. This is, I mean, they, they, they've played nothing. So and I, I just think that the star power of uh, the Packers name and, and Rogers is just going to do his regular season thing and, and take this W here. Well, especially they're the fifth, 15th ranked defense and they've played the 32nd and the 31st ranked offense so the the carolina panthers are last in offense bears are uh, second to last so even with the two worst offenses in the league you're still only 15th ranked defense like all nothing adds up with the giants when you look at what they have i mean they have they paid kenny galladay what like 70 million dollars and he has been just completely non-existent he just doesn't <laughs> exist for that team uh again is this a titans situation though we just talked about the titans where titans would just have derrick henry be their entire offense ryan Tannehill would come in not try to fuck it up and then they would just play average defense and they were the number one team in the afc so can the giants do something like that uh, I mean, so far kind of possible but um this, like I said, this is their. They've they've got a lot coming up. Um, as we, I think we talked about last episode, where I mean they have the Packers, Ravens, Jags, uh, Seahawks, all in a row. Like, uh, and yeah. then well, and then the division they're in, they have undefeated Philadelphia and also three and one Dallas. Where it's like, can they steal one of those games each? Probably, but right there in my eyes, you're looking at zero and four against your own division and then maybe they split one with the commanders like right there you have five losses so you're already at six and then this one i think we both agree packers win so you're at seven do they win the rest of do they win seven more games like maybe but if you're reading off that list you just said no i don't see them winning any of those games (laughs) yeah so I don't know. I think the Giants are frauds. I don't think there's anything that backs them up as not being frauds. And maybe this is the week we see them getting exposed. But these London games are fucking weird, man. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like them. But next up, we go to the one and three Steelers with a new quarterback against the three and one Bills in Buffalo. Who you got for this one, Casino? Buffalo. I told you I'm still gonna ride and die on them. Um... Yeah, Steelers going through, you know, they're they're, they're going with the, the rookie quarterback here. Um Yeah, he yeah, he didn't play last, like he came in last week for Yeah. yeah. And then so remember we talked is, about it. He was yeah, a yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. passer rating except so this, those this, three INTs. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Um 
I, I just don't, uh, I don't buy it. Um, I know Pickett's probably going to be better than Trubisky. Um, that's why I want to kind of give him a better shot. Um, but yeah, Bills, Bills should walk away with this one. I think pretty, pretty handedly. Uh, I think out of all of it, this is the highest uh, um, spread here. It's at minus fourteen. Jesus. I, yeah, first but- off, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking the Steelers. If we were doing. Uh, point spreads, I'm taking the Steelers because there's no way in hell the Steelers are going to get blown out like the Titans did. Like, right. I, I don't I don't think it'll be a blowout, but um, I mean, I could see 10 points. Oh, yeah. I could if see this 10 spread points. was, what, nine and a half, I'd stay away from it. But 14, 14 and a half, right? Uh, 14. Dude, that's, I'm taking 14. I'm taking Steelers all day because again, there's the unknown with Kenny Pickett. He could right, come but, in and they just don't know what to do against him. So who are you, what are you going to take just straight up? Like, I mean, I think that's what we should just, we should have fun with the, the you know, the point spread. Oh yeah. Picks, but no, this is Bills up, all day. Bills. bills all day. The uh, Bills have the number two ranked uh, defense and the, I believe they have the number or the number three ranked offense. So just the bills are, I think on another level, even though I would like to see, they've kind of been hot and cold, right? Where it's yeah. just like, they had that crazy game against the Titans where it was just like, Oh my God, the bills look like the best team we've ever seen. And then they just come out against the Ravens and are losing most of that game. And well, then like the barely the Ravens aren't a bad team. But, but the um, Ravens defense is bad. The Ravens defense is a bad team. Anyway, but yeah, uh, Buffalo in Buffalo. It's cold. It's sunny, but it'll it'll still be it'll still be a, a W for them. Uh, next up, uh, I'm not going to throw out sneaky, interesting, but I am going to say I don't know what to think about this game. Two and two Chargers at Cleveland. Two and two Browns. Who you got Sneaky for this one? Game. Sneaky game. I'll throw it <laughs> out there. Um, I wouldn't want to touch this game if I was betting. No, um, no way. <laughs> um, man, I mean, it, it looked like Herbert was doing all right. And oh, sorry. Uh had my hiccups there. Um, I do think um oh, man. Chargers I... 20th ranked defense, uh Browns. Yeah ninth ranked defense and then offense is obviously cleveland the fourth ranked offense in the league right so this this i mean this is probably an unpopular and this is not just because i have jacoby percent um i think cleveland is playing a very tight game right now where they're very calculated in everything they're doing they're not trying to take rest they're, they're keeping everything within the bubble and it's hard to penetrate that bubble like they're going to be, I mean, they got this great penetrator on their team. <laughs> <laughs> what you're uh, saying is they're massaging. The Browns are massaging all yeah. the, the right things in the wrong way. It's very exciting. <laughs> um, I, I'm actually going to go against the spread here and I am going to pick Cleveland. Whoa. Um, I just still think the Chargers are a little beat up. Um, we shall see, but I'm going Cleveland. You know what? Whenever we do like a, a crazy upset pick, I'm just going to put like upset flashing on the screen and it's going to be going oh. crazy. You might as well leave it up for me for quite a bit here. Cause I, I got a few on here. Dang. Casino went 
uh, 12 and four last week. Now he's trying to, uh, now he thinks he's fucking knows what he's talking about. So he's going to go <laughs> crazy, but I think it's the chargers and I have no justification against you as to why I would pick the chargers. The Browns seem like a much better team than everybody thought they would be. I think everybody, including us just thought they would be in a, like a holding pattern until Deshaun Watson got there. But who knows if, the Browns are even better with Deshaun Watson. He hasn't played in what fucking three years. Like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, and yeah, your boy, Jacoby Brissett, he's looked good. Him and uh, Geno Smith have looked you like. Know, so this is a crazy thing that I heard during that game. And, and I, I knew it was high, but he is over 95% on the quarterback sneak. Damn. That's yes. Anytime they run a quarterback sneak, he's over. It's over 95% of the time that he's going to get it. And Damn. I remember, I remember with the Colts a couple of times when he was playing for them that on some of those goal line, two yards out, whatever. And he was playing as the backup. They would put him in to do the quarterback sneak and he would get the touchdown. Dang. He's just, he just knows how to do it. Apparently he like that's... knows how to do it. Well, he got us. Huh. I mean, look who he got to watch do it. And it's not me being a Brady, you know, lover. I, I do like Brady a lot, but Brady's really good at the quarterback sneak as, as well. Yeah. He got to sit there, and I'm sure he got a lot, you know, a lot of talk from Brady on how to be successful at the quarterback sneak. Um, yeah. Well, that's what they always talk about with the Eagles in Jalen Hurts, where he's really good at the quarterback sneak because of squats and because he literally just powers himself through. But that's not always the way to do it. Sometimes you just have to, like, I don't know, just know where you're going and just dive, basically. I don't know. It's a, that's an interesting stat casino. It's a cool stat. That's uh, I'm going to put a cool stat up on the screen flashing. Uh, Like that for data. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you're picking the Browns. I'm picking the chargers. Maybe the game I might be the least interested in uh, coming up right now. The Oh three and one Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars who are two and two. Mm. I don't think I will watch this game for, maybe less or more than 30 seconds. I just probably it's going to be just those highlights that come across the board. Yeah. This is going to be just not my kind of game. I didn't like what I saw with the Jaguars last week. Maybe we overhyped them or maybe the Eagles are that good, but I really think think the Eagles are that good. Um, I think Jacksonville is going to do just fine again. And it's also Houston. It's also Houston. Um, I think the Jags are going to do just fine in my opinion. And I do think the Eagles were just, that good right now um the so that's, uh that's my hot my hot pick there it's not that hot of a pick it's <laughs> probably pretty uh pretty common so houston in contention for worst uh worst team in the league they rank 27th in offense and in defense they are 29th so yeah. just nothing i don't even know what this houston team is david mills when i see clips of him or highlights he doesn't look bad and then when you watch his stat line it's like not bad but it's he's and it's like the texans for for interceptions he's not he's it's not average good. it's just no. <laughs> it's uh but the interesting thing about the texans is they're in every game they just lose at the end so it's kind of last year's lions like they're kind of taking up that role but I don't, yeah, th- I, I don't, don't know. think, I don't think next year they're going to come out and be what Detroit is this year. Uh-uh. No, but yeah, I don't know. 
just I'll pick the Jags just because. Jags. But I do think this will be a close game. I just don't think it'll be an interesting one. Uh, next up, Casino. Uh, two and two Bears. How the hell are they two and two? At the no idea. Minnesota Vikings, who are three and one. And Minnesota barely escaping last week against the Saints, getting destroyed by the Eagles, destroying the Packers. And then what's the fourth game they've had? They got... Uh, the, you said the Bears? Well, this is it. This is the one against the Bears. So they... Killed the Packers week one. They got killed by the Eagles week two. Week oh, three. Saints, my bad. Or uh, Vikings. Uh, it was uh, Packers, Eagles, Lions. Oh, Saints. Lions. Oh, and then they almost lost to the Lions being down 10 points in the fourth quarter. So this Vikings team has killed a team, gotten killed by a team, come back and barely escape with a victory. And they're three and one. So who knows what the hell to make of this Vikings team. They always, you look at their roster and you read off all their skill positions and their individual defensive players. And you're like, this is a top three, like roster in the NFL. And then they always, you watch them play and you're just like, how is this happening? Mm -hmm. How? Uh, So who you got for this one, Casito? I've got Vikings. I don't, I don't see how you can uh, pick otherwise, to be honest. Um. I mean, I think it's just more on that field is not good at all. No. Um, he's two touchdowns, four interceptions. His total yardage is 471 yards this oh season. And, dude, I saw, <sighs> a, I saw a compilation of him for the first four weeks where he just misses, like, wide open. Uh, I think it's Maury, right? That's, like, their, like, big – their only wide receiver, basically, where he will just torch guys and just be downfield – 10 yards separated from his defender and Justin Fields is just overthrowing by 10 yards. Like there's literally, again, we're in week five. And so they've played four weeks. There's like a four minute clip of just him overthrowing this guy deep when he beat his uh, defender. Like, I just think uh, he is uh, Justin Fields is just, bad right they're the 31st ranked offense in the league and i think that mostly rests on his shoulders like just can't get anything going they're 21st in defense you know chicago is always famous for having great defenses but just how the hell are they two and two who have they beat they beat who they beat uh didn't they beat the 49ers in that weird game in the rain where the score was like what like 10 to 9 or something like that like I'll pull it up right here. I believe. Let's see. They have. Oh, why am I missing this? I don't know. I can't find their schedule. I mean, it doesn't matter, but oh, here we go. Schedule. So they lost week one against the Vikings. Then they beat the commanders. They. Oh, no, wait, no. Is this preseason? This feels like preseason. Uh, I don't even know what I'm looking at. All right. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Uh, Bears are bad. Vikings are a mystery, but I think the Vikings, we can both agree, still look better than the Bears. So we'll go next up. This one, sneaky interesting, Casino. We talked about this last episode, sneaky good, 
one and three Lions at your one and three Patriots, number one offense in the league with the Detroit Lions. The Lions are the opposite of the Texans. They are fun to watch. They're interesting to watch. I really like their offense and what they do on it. The Lions are feel like they should be better than their one and three record. The Patriots should have beat the Packers last week. Who you got in this one, Casino? Uh, I actually do have the Pats. Because, um, yes, you have a third-string quarterback playing for the Patriots. Yes, you have, you know, the Detroit. That's the number one scoring offense in the league. However, Belichick, again, only reason that Pats have been within striking distance in games, not the only reason, but main reason, is his defense. He knows how to control the ball. He knows how to work the clock and and basically kill your possessions, even if you have the ball the majority of the time. Um, and Detroit, even though they they have that bad defense, or even even though the I was going to say, even though the Patriots don't have the best offense, um, and we got a third string quarterback here, um, that defense is just so bad that I think it comes down to how well Belichick can contain the contain Detroit. And I'll be honest, I, I think this is um, going to be the Pats all day. I mean, not all day. We're going to barely beat them, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I have the Pats. Um, what do you got here? Uh, just, I finally did pull up the bears thing. They beat Houston Texans 23 to 20. And then they beat the San Francisco 49ers week one, 1910. Remember in that like rainy, weird game. And then they mm-hmm. got killed by the Packers and lost by eight points to the Giants. So I stick by everything I said. They have their wins. I don't feel good about their losses are concerning. But as far as the pa- uh, Patriots and Lions, obviously Lions Everybody knows number one offense in the league, 32nd defense in the league. Patriots are having a defensive coordinator call their offense, but their offense actually didn't look bad last week. No, uh, I I do think he's starting to get into his role a little bit there. Um, And also you got to think Patricia knows Detroit. Like he was the head coach there. Um, But I mean, it doesn't always work out. Look what happened with, um, you know, the, the Eagles, uh, the Eagle, your Eagles, Still against beat, the Jags, yeah, against the Jags, but um, so that doesn't always work out, but um, yeah, I just have a funny feeling this week that the Pats are going to be able to pull this one off, and it's going to be, I mean, they're actually favored, the Patriots are actually favored. Do you uh, think that has to do with this game happening in New England? Uh, I mean, that's always going to be a factor playing at home. But, What's the line um, on this? Minus three currently. I think that for this past week that Jared Goff has been sitting in a dark room. He's been just uh, with a football in his hand, just massaging it, looking at a screen of the Patriots celebrating that Super Bowl they won against him when he was with the Rams. And then in one hand, he's massaging a football. In another hand, he's just cracking walnuts with his bare hands. And he can't wait to play this game. He can't wait to get the revenge uh, against Bill Belichick for taking away his probably one shot at glory to win a Super Bowl. I think Jared Goff game, 
uh, Casino, five touchdowns, 10 touchdowns, five rushing, five throwing. He just goes all over. <laughs> he sets the NFL <laughs> record. He sets the passing record, touchdowns in a game. I believe it's seven. He goes 10, shatters it, shatters it. He throws 700 yards, eight touchdowns. The Patriots lose, you know, 56 to 24. The, the Detroit awakening game is this game. I'm picking Lions all day, all day casino. I don't trust, uh, I don't trust, what's his name? Zappy. I don't trust Zap. I don't trust Zappy. I don't, I trust Jared Goff, my boy. It's uh, Lions all day. Give me the, give me the Lions casino. I know you hate the working man, but this is the working (laughs) man team. (laughs) You and your fucking crab cakes out on the, the harbor. You're on a, uh, you're by the beach. You're, you know, Mantucket. I'm the working man. You're posh, posh trash. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Trash. Lions all day. Let's go to <laughs> uh, two and two Seahawks at one and three Saints. Saints should be two and two with that embarrassing London game. Uh, but they got the red rifle at quarterback, Andy Dalton, which actually makes me more confident in them if than if they did have Jameis Winston because he didn't look bad last week. He didn't wow you, but he also didn't play a Jameis Winston game where it's just boring to watch and he couldn't cost you the game at any minute. So Geno Smith kind of playing really good. Yeah. And who you got for this one, Casino? Hit those banners. Bloop, 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 bloop. Ooh. I'm actually picking the Seahawks here. Oh. They're well, the... Actually, the- are they not uh, the favorites? No. The Saints really? are minus five and a half. Minus five and a half against the Saints? No, the Saints are minus five and a half. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't. So, wait, the Saints are favored by five or? Yes. Saints are favored to win by five and a half. How? What game, What football are, are the people making these lines watching? Why do you think I'm doing upset alert? Here? <laughs> <laughs> they realize the um, record, right? Is one and three versus two and two. Like, I know. Dude, the Saints are, uh, what? That one game they won, they could have easily lost if I'm remembering correct. But keep going, Casino. No, I mean, um, and, and then... I just don't feel like um, the Saints are all on the same page when it comes to offense. Um, Alvin Kamara, he's even talked about that. Um, he's like, uh, quote, we've been kind of killing ourselves. Uh, we've beaten ourselves every game. Um, and I think it's, I think that's true. I mean, I know they got Andy Dalton there and they're going to probably be played better than Jameis Winston, but um yeah, I, I have the Seahawks. Um, I'm kind of leaving right now into that Geno Smith, uh, Geno Smith wagon. I'm, I'm, I'm reaching for it. I'm hopping on it. Just, just the back end, not, not too much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, I actually, I'm taking the Seahawks here. So the one game the Saints won was a 27-10 victory over the Chargers in Week Three. 
that was wasn't that the Chargers game where everybody got injured and like knocked out and then they went and Mm -hmm. played the Jaguars next week and got absolutely destroyed so I don't know I don't I don't like this Saints team I don't trust this Saints team their defense is not bad it's 12th in the league but their offense man uh Alvin Kamara who knows if he plays this game uh, he didn't play the last one and that you could kind of feel the effects of it in that game. They felt like they should have scored way more than they actually oh, right. did, but their offense is ninth in the league. I don't know how. So this saints team isn't bad. They're top, what top half of the league in both offense and defense, but they're still one in three. Maybe that's why they're and getting that. And, but I think that's the reason Like that's my point is they yes they have you know their um where they, where they are are offensive and defensive wise um on the on the ratings but they're still losing games i just don't think they can put it together yeah well i don't trust their coach what dennis allen i remember yeah. when he coached the raiders back in the day and it was just like that raiders team was a mess this saints team for being in the top half of offense and defense they also feel like a miss or a mess it kind of feels like the broncos where it's just like their coaching kind of feels like way more of a detriment to the team than either the offense or defense but all that being said, I agree with you. I kind of believe in Geno Smith. I like his story. I like the what's happened to the Seahawks after the whole Russell Wilson thing. I like, I, I've always liked Pete Carroll. He just seems like if I had a coach, like I'd want it to be him kind of thing. He feels like a fun guy that you like want to uh, root for. <laughs> so all that being said, I'm agreeing with you. I guess double upset pick of the week based on the lines here we're going Seahawks so moving on to the next game the Tua Tungavailoa less three and one Dolphins at the two and two Jets do you know who's getting the start in this one who's Miami's backup is it it's uh to my knowledge Bridgewater's getting the start oh so it is Bridgewater okay uh uh, not again I don't think that's that much of a drop-off from Tua like they I, I don't either. very similar players. I don't either. Um, and man, you're going to hear it here first, folks. That, that motherfucker <laughs> is going to come in and win this game. Ooh. Um, I think the Jets are going to go 500 for the first time in a long or over 500 for the first time in a long time. Um, I think it's going to happen. Um, sneaky good defense for the jets top 10 yeah they're not they're not bad and um i I just think there's miami's got so much going on right now internally with the concussion thing and um you know a lot of people out there they say that um that doesn't mean anything like the players they're not looking at that the coaches aren't looking at that like you know they're gonna go and play their game but no it's still on the back of their mind Oh, it has to be like, imagine if somebody gets, imagine if a, a, like Tyree kill gets lit up on a, on a shot here and he's perfectly fine. It's going to go through everybody's mind watching that game. And especially on the dolphin sideline, like he says, he's fine, but should we let him keep playing? Because it's going to look like we just don't give a shit about our players kind of thing. Like, and that's a real possibility. Um, And then, I mean, maybe you can look at this up a little quicker than me. Um, 
aren't the Dolphins missing a few of their corners as well? Um, I, I just, I have a feeling, uh, uh, the Jets are going to pull this guy off. I mean, they're not playing in Miami. Whoa, the Jets are going to do what to some guy? They're going to pull a guy off. What? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to pull this off. All right. Oh, I didn't actually, I didn't know, uh, this. So Tyreek Hill has been limited. Uh, obviously two is out. They're missing, I think you're thinking of uh, Xavion Howard at corner. Yes, and then I believe is there. I mean, but that's 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 one of their main corners right there, man. Yeah. Um, and then their offensive tackle, uh, Armstead. So they're missing, again, kind of like the Chargers. They're missing a couple of guys, but it's all like key guys. Key players, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm taking the Jets on this one. I think this will be a fun one. I, I think there's a real possibility outside of the Patriots that uh, um, everybody will be over 500 after this week. Hmm. So you're picking Jets. Yeah, I'm going strong on the AFC East this week, man. Outside yeah. of Miami, obviously. I think, uh, obviously, this podcast's favorite uh, quarterback is playing in this game we love we love zach wilson i'm gonna get a zach wilson jersey and wear it on the show he's the best we love him casino not for his on-field antics but for his off-field antics i'm his number one fan zach wilson my guy uh he is the that motherfucker, motherfucker the mf zach wilson uh hide your kids mostly hide your mom mostly hide your wife if she is a mom like it's (laughs) but i don't think uh teddy bridgewater is scared of him uh maybe his mom's not hot i don't know i don't know why he's not scared of zach wilson but i don't think he is i think this jets team good defense too many question marks on that offense we saw with flacco where everybody was like flacco's back and then he had like a terrible week the week after this past week they were like jets are back because zach wilson's here and then i could easily see the dolphins defense who hasn't shown really anything all season just lighting him up uh i'm picking dolphins and i have no justification other than i think the dolphins are a better team even though the stats don't line up that way i just think bridgewater will do enough to and they just have more on offense to combat that Jets defense, which Jets defense again, not bad, really not. Like it's all yeah, they're, offense. They're kind of, they're, they're kind of uh, sneaky. Sorry. <laughs> uh, next, uh, sneaky good game casino. Two and two Falcons at the two and two Tampa Bay. Uh, Brady Buccaneers apparently rumors swirling now that Brady and Giselle getting a divorce uh, uh, Brady has not looked like himself all season even though that ch- uh, Chiefs game last week he had a pretty damn good game like I yeah but um, I think this is uh, Tom Brady's comeback here I think this is gonna get blown out of the water I really why the their receivers are coming back He's going to have people to throw to. Also, Atlanta, they're missing some players. Cordell Patterson, not playing. And mm. that's kind of big. One of their big main main rushers, even though you know he's a utility guy and played 
everywhere he's been, including the Pats, he's been a utility guy. He's not. Um, I think Brady's going to come out finally with some weapons. Um, Chris Godwin's Atlanta. coming back, right, this week? Godwin, Evans. Like, he's he's getting people back. Yeah. Um, so, I, I – and, and even if they're not catching a whole bunch, they're on the field, and that's going to draw – that's going to draw your number one corner, your number two corner. You know, that's going to draw people away. Um, I think this is, it's, it's a minus 10 for Tampa. And I Jesus. would, I would honestly take that. I'm not giving, I'm not knocking Atlanta at all. I just think Brady's pissed. Also another stat with, with Brady, um, uh, obviously him playing for the Patriots for a long time. I've known this, that he's, He's never lost three straight games in his career. 299 starts. I saw that stat. That's, that's so he, insane. And so he's lost, he's been, he's lost two in a row 10 times in his career and he always comes back. He's 10 and 0 after being down uh, two games. Yeah. I, I just, I can't see the Falcons beating him this game. Well, I think also, he just rolls. I think he rolls. The, the, underlying thing here is tom brady owns the souls of the falcons for that super bowl (laughs) he just owns he doesn't own them he owns the essence of the atlanta falcons franchise for some reason the saints know how to play brady brady just walks into the falcons he could play this game in sandals and i still feel like he would put up (laughs) 35 points he could play no helmet a beanie sandals and just like a smoking jacket and i still feel like he would light them up and the falcons would be like oh my god we're gonna crush them and then there's always be that little thought of like doesn't matter our lead doesn't matter how well we're playing he he owns our souls we sold it to him and we got nothing in return i (laughs) actually i think i agree with you I think the Falcons will be competitive because I know we both like Mariota, but I just think this is the Tom Brady. There's all always Tom Brady when there's a bunch of people talking about him outside of football, right? Like with the deflate gate and all that kind of stuff. He just is the type of psycho player that just goes, you want to talk about me and my wife. You want to talk about me being done, like me not focusing on football And then he just comes out, plays amazing in that Chiefs game, even though, you know, Patrick Mahomes just out amazed him basically to win that game. But he feels like the type of psycho that just goes like, shut up and watch. And he throws five touchdowns. It's like 22 for 25 for 380 yards. And everybody's like, Tom Brady's back, even though he never left. Like this, I agree with you. This seems like the Tom Brady awakening game. If, however, this isn't the Tom Brady awakening game and they lose or he looks bad, then I feel like I'm starting to get concerned because we do think this is his last year regardless. But Oh, I do too. I think you can tell just when he plays, like even when he plays good, he just doesn't look like he's enjoying it. Like he really looks like he's just fucking done. He's not enjoying it. So yeah, he's not enjoying it. I agree Um, with you. So we may need to pick it up here. I know we both have things we have to do. Uh, we no, have no. one, two, three, four, five. We got six. And then uh, most of these games, I really don't even think are good games. Or no, I, I actually maybe I don't know. Next game, two and two Titans at uh, one and three Commanders. 
this is one of the games like the Jacksonville game. I really have no interest in. I don't think this will be a good game. I don't think there's really anything to watch in this game. Yeah, I pretty much agree with you on that. I mean, I'm. So who do you got? I mean, I mean, I got just roll this one over. I got Titans. I don't think. I think the Commanders are. I think we've seen the best of the Commanders, and they're one and three. I don't think I don't have any faith in them whatsoever. That, that's a great way to put that. I, I think we have seen the best. I don't think they'll be any better than what they have shown. And with that, I'm choosing the Titans as well. And also Titans look like they're bouncing back, maybe regaining some of what they had last year. But again, I don't really trust either of these teams. Next up, what I would say would have been a sneaky good game two, three weeks ago. Two and two 49ers at one and three Panthers. I don't think there's any two teams in the league who one's going up, one's going down faster than 49ers stock is rising and Panthers stock is literally plummeting. Like they don't, it doesn't matter what they do with Christian McCaffrey. He can be their entire offense and they still look like contention for worst team in the league. Baker Mayfield is statistically worst quarterback in the league, worst quarterback. We talked about this last episode and what? like 20 years or something like that. Like, yeah, I think this has potential to be blowout of the week. Yeah. If it's not the, if it's not the Tampa Bay game, I would agree with you on this. Yeah. This looks rough, rough. Uh, next up uh, game. I am concerned about so it's obvious who we're picking there. All right. Continue. Yeah. I think we're both. Yeah. Going 49ers next up four and O Eagles at two and two Cardinals who you got casino Eagles. I'm going to, I'm a, how you said you're going to bet against them until they finally lose. I'm just going to bet with them until they finally lose. Um, <laughs> they're just too good. Uh, as, as I said on last episode, they're, uh, they're hitting every mark, every special teams, defense, offense, and they're winning in so many different ways, passing, rushing. They just look clean. The team just looks put together. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen a chink in that armor. As I said last week, it just, um, that's 100% uh, my, my take on that. So I think that's an easy call, Eagles. Um, I don't think Arizona's too bad. It's just I think the Eagles are that good. Yeah. I will say the one thing I said, I believe not last week, but the week before when we were talking about Eagles, Jaguars, is I said, I want to see the Eagles play a competitive game and see how they perform. Well, I also wanted to see how they perform when they're down like early and if they have the skills and will and like determination to come back and they started off that game immediately 14 and 0 pick six you would think like most quarterbacks throw a pick six they're going to play cautious the rest of the way or try not to make a mistake it didn't even look like Jalen Hurts even thought he played bad yeah yeah he was just like all right well I'm coming back out we're going to do the same thing and then they rail off 29 unanswered points and I watched every snap of that game after the first quarter that game wasn't even close like the score does not indicate how much the Eagles absolutely dominated all phases of that Jaguars team they're they're just they're the most complete team 100% in the NFL and uh with just that like they can you know lose a couple games but shit they may be the NFC team (laughs) they may go back to the Super Bowl I mean that's the that's the hope on my end but interesting stat here the eagles have never beat the the cardinals so yeah. 
If they do, I don't know. I'm obviously picking the Cardinals because I bet against my team until they win, like Casino just said. But this game I'm scared of. I'm scared. I'm more scared of going into Dallas undefeated and Dallas winning than I am of the Cardinals winning. Because I feel like if the Cardinals win, then it can be like, okay, like talk of undefeateds out the window, bounce back week in Dallas. Everybody thinks we're overrated. And then we destroy the Cowboys, right? I'm more scared of the scenario where we're undefeated going into the Dallas Cowboys game and then the Cowboys beat us and then you hear their fucking fans and the media being like, we told you this Eagles team is overrated and this Cowboys team underrated and now they're going to the Super Bowl. That's my worst nightmare. That's my worst nightmare, Casino. So (laughs) I almost hope the Cardinals win so we can get the I don't give a shit that's, that's, about you know, undefeated that's spoken season. like a true fan with that's spoken like a true fan with a rivalry between you and the yeah. Cowboys. Like, well, well, that, I've that's never phenomenal. I've never understood like the whole undefeated season or whatever. Like it's only happened once with that Dolphins team. There's not a person on earth except the people who are on that 1972 Dolphins team who thinks that's the best team ever. Like, just because they went undefeated, I think they would get rolled by 20 other teams in NFL history. Like, I don't think that team uh, was Not good. being biased, I think the Patriots, uh, uh, that 07 year was there. Or, yeah, it was 07. Yeah, it was 07. Yeah, right? or was the, it the where they year? went undefeated? No, it, yeah, or where they was, almost was, went undefeated? Yeah, I still think that was one of the most dominant teams out there. But Well, yeah. And then you also have, you know, the Raiders teams of even oh, that era of the that, 70s. They were so destructive on defense. You have the 49ers of the late 80s, early 90s. You have those 90s Cowboy teams. You have the a uh, couple of the Patriots teams would go there. You have 85 Bears. Bears. You have yeah. uh, 2000 Ravens. Like, I just think when it comes to undefeated, I don't give a shit. I don't want Same them here. to be undefeated. It means nothing totally. to me uh so picking cards you're picking eagles next up those aforementioned cowboys three and one at two and two rams this one this one might be game of the week in terms of what happens in this one like uh i think the rams have to i think the rams have to come out and win this game and um for their season um yeah just, just as a momentum standpoint, obviously going two and three is not the end of the damn world. You know, as long as you can make the playoffs, anything can happen. But um, I think just morally or morally, uh, mentally, this is this is a big game for them. Yeah. Um, but interesting, if they do lose and the Cowboys do win and they're still playing with uh, with Rush, dude. I- I think from both sides of this game, there's so many interesting things that happen with both teams. If one team wins, one team loses. Because with the Rams, like you said, they really haven't played a good game this season. Like in terms of like Super Bowl champs coming off the Super Bowl, they haven't looked like the team of last year. Stafford's been rough. Uh, Their defense is ranked 30th in the league. Their offense is 28th. They're 20th in passing, 30th in rushing, and that's from the Rams' perspective. The Cowboys' perspective, they're 26th in offense and 9th in defense. But again, that almost comes down to who they played because, you know, they've played the Giants. They played Cincinnati, where I still think that was just one of the biggest matchups in the league. Uh, Cowboys' defensive line versus 
Bengals offensive line. I think if they played that game again, that game wouldn't look anything like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Rams, just who do they have besides, uh, 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 what am I thinking? The wide receiver. Why am I blanking on his name? The Rams wide Uh, receiver. Cup. 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 Thank you. Who do they have besides Cooper Cup? Like they have Higby who hasn't done anything. Robert Woods really hasn't done anything. Or no, I'm sorry. Not Robert Woods. uh, Allen Robinson. Uh, Allen Robinson. I know who you meant. He he, like last week, he had like two catches for like four yards or something like that. Like he has been an absolute ghost out there. Non-existent. We've obviously seen the issues with the running game. I don't know who to pick in this game, Casino. Who are you I'm picking? Going, I'm going to go Rams because I feel like they have more at stake here and they need to win this game. The only thing I think going bad for Dallas, if, if I mean, if they lose this game, it's just like, all right, well, then as soon as Dak comes back, we're putting him in. Um, I think it would be harder for Dallas if they won on what they would do at quarterback. So um, not saying they're going to tank the game or anything but i no. mean it would be a tough tough for them if they win and be like okay well rush has come in and he's undefeated well, well the interesting thing is rush is undefeated but their offense isn't good so right. it's like this weird thing where it's like can you bench the f- guy who's five and oh even though it feels like he's a part of the five and oh but it's like He's leading all these fourth quarter comebacks, but that's because he's not really doing much in the first three quarters. I don't know. It's such a weird, yeah. because the only thing we've seen of Dak this season was him not doing anything against the Buccaneers. So it yeah. was like, I don't know. This game is interesting. I think I'm going Rams just because I think they have more at stake. For I think season. I agree with you. I think I'm going Rams as well, just because it's in LA. I feel like, and again, our boy Stafford, I just feel like he plays good against the Cowboys. So we'll see. Uh, last two games here, Casino, the Sunday night, the Monday night. Sunday night, two and two Bengals at two and two Ravens. This, I feel this like these last is. three games or these last four games are all the games of the week, right? Cardinals. Yeah, I don't really want to, I don't really want to touch this game if I was a better. Oh, no way. Cause this could go, I could see every scenario with this game. Blowout yeah. on either side, close game on either side. I yeah. I'm staying away from this one. And we are back. Uh, We had a unexpected where we just couldn't record. I mean, I did. Yeah. My son was uh, continued his throwing up and destroying lives with his sickness. So that has not stopped. It is the next day. Uh, We're going to finish the last two NFL games and then do MLB talk about a little basketball and then we're out of here. So Casino, uh, two and two Bengals at two and two Ravens. Who you got in this game and why? Uh, if I think we already talked about this one, but uh, Ravens. Um, I, I remember, yeah, because I remember you went with the Bengals here. Um, uh, my sole thing is I just haven't seen much yet out of Cincy. I know they are two and two, and you say that they're on the uptrend. Um, but Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, he's still the MVP candidate number one going into it. I just don't know if Cincy can stop that run game. Yes, Ravens defense is awful, and you get Jamar Chase on the outside one on one, it's over. So, um, I still 
this, this one's a close call, but I'm going to go Ravens. It, it's, it's in Baltimore. Um, that's kind of just my hard pick on that. It's a tough one, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, the What I don't understand is the Ravens defense. Oh, if this thing will just pull up. The Ravens defense is 30th in the league, right? So they, but for some reason on NFL.com, it's saying they are, they are the eighth ranked defense. And anybody who's watched the games, know they're not the eighth ranked defense. They are the 30th ranked defense because they can't stop anybody. Everybody's scoring on them. Everybody goes up and down the field. And where are you seeing the 30th on? Because I mean, I, I, I do the, see the same thing on the NFL. I am on what? I am on, well, I'm looking at team defenses for covers.com. Covers. But it's a nice name. It's a sexy name. It is. But no, they are the, um, yeah, they're the 30th ring defense because they're allowing 425 yards worth of offense a game uh yeah, hundred no way you're eight because of that yeah no the eighth ranked defense is the bucks who are only allowing 321 so they're allowing over 100 more yards like yeah so i don't know where this eighth ranked defense and stuff is coming from but their their offense is clicking i agree with you that lamar jackson still even after a rough last week is still clearly the mvp of the league he just had a mm. phenomenal first 3 weeks and his stats are insane he has more touchdowns than like almost every team combined in the nfl just him so but all that said i don't know i just like what i've seen from the bengal's i think joey b's back we talked about the brady game where this could be him you know his I'm back game, destroying the Falcons. I really think he could. This could be Joey B's game where I'm back. I'm destroying the Ravens. But all those AFC North games are always closer than they should be. So I'm picking the Bengals, but kind of reluctantly, kind of because I can't really convince myself of the Ravens with that defense going against that high-powered Cincy offense. So uh, we differ on that one last game of the week monday night game uh one and three raiders who are way better than one and three at the three and one chiefs who the chiefs after we saw them last week uh everybody's saying they're back if they really ever left but who you got for this one casino chiefs um i think it's gonna be a lot closer than people think it's gonna be a harder game uh, again because the, the raiders they have not been out of any games really they've been pretty dang close um let's see here with well i mean yeah their losses 19 to 24 23 to 29 in overtime 22 to 24 like they're they're not losing you know they're not losing games by getting blown out um but i still don't think that they're put put together enough um and i think the chiefs are even continuing off of that loss, you know, uh, week three, um, I still think that they're out there to put a little bit of uh, distance between them and the rest of uh, the AFC field. So that's my pick for that. This feels this feels like uh, an ultimate, like, betters trap game, right? Because of how good the 
uh, Chiefs looked last week. The Raiders, I mean, they looked good last week and they got their first win, but it was against Buffalo. So I really don't think people, you know, view that as, uh, you know, as impressive despite uh, Denver's record because Denver looks like maybe one of the worst teams in the league. And I have no idea how their record is what it is, but for some reason, and we always talk about this, the Raiders just know how to play this chiefs team. Like they always either beat them or put up a really good game against them. I feel like this is just, everybody's going to be picking the chiefs, right? Like all the money's going to come in on the chiefs. I'm going upset pick of the week casino. I think the Raiders pull it off on the Chiefs. I we think this a is a lot of different picks this week. Yeah. So we're going to see uh, this, this separate the man from the boys, the working class versus the, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know this is my industry, right? <laughs> this is my uh, upset pick of the week. And I feel like this is just going to be one of those weird games that ends like 20 to 17 and you're oh, watching it so, and you're just so you're going to take the under the it's 51 and a half oh no i don't think i i just I, for some reason this just seems like like kind of the Bengals ravens game or almost like how the bills ravens felt last week because remember everybody was like oh my god the over under for this game should be 65 or whatever like they're gonna light it up and they just it was like 43 i don't know this just feels like Everybody's expecting the Chiefs to come out and do the Buffalo Bills, what they did to the Titans, right? Where this is like 45 to seven. But if you watch these Raider games, the Raiders are a lot better than their record. Like, and they're, I mean, one or two plays away, they could be three and one, they could be four and oh. Like, I just think this Raiders team just got the shit end of the stick, so to speak. So, I don't know. I think, and everybody's hyped from the Chiefs last week, right? Where it was just like, oh my God, Patrick Mahomes, here's 50 highlights of him doing crazy stuff. I still think the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC, but this just feels like, yeah, it's all set up for them to just have a little bit of a letdown where they lose and everybody's like, this means nothing, blah, blah, blah. Plus, we saw that game against the Colts where we've seen the Chiefs just not be able to put anything together for whatever reason. So, I don't know. I don't know, Casita. That's my upset pick of the week. So we have this week, we both picked the Packers, both picked the Bills. Uh, you're picking the Browns. I'm picking the Chargers. Let me see if these are the right. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings. Or no, I'm sorry. Who did you pick? You picked the Jags against the Texans, right? That's the one I missed. I did. So. I did. We both picked the Jags. We both picked the Vikings. You picked the Patriots. I picked the Lions. We both picked the Seahawks. I picked the Dolphins. You picked the Jets. Uh, we both picked the Titans. Both picked the 49ers. You picked the Eagles. I picked the Niners. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, you picked the Eagles. I picked the Cardinals. Then you picked the Ravens. I picked the Bengals. You picked the Chiefs. I picked the Raiders. So... Yeah, a lot different than it was last week. So we will see. That is our week five NFL prediction. So we will see next week who was right, who was wrong, who is the working class, who is the... <laughs> uh, Don't get that joke. <laughs> but uh, 
now we move over. Let's just go to this. The the thing, the only two things that are talked about in basketball is the video you showed me, which I saw uh, before we started recording the last podcast. And then the other thing I wanted to no, talk to you about. this is the same podcast. Oh, well, yeah. Before we start, this is part two, part one. Before this podcast yesterday, you showed me that video. But I just wanted to ask you, have you seen any of the highlights of uh, Victor Wembanam, Wem, Wembanyama? Wembanyama. No. So he is like this freak athlete who's, I believe, is coming out of France. He is a 7'4 guard and he moves a guard a guard and he moves like he's like like Steph Curry it is it is the weirdest thing you've ever seen people are calling him the alien because he just looks you know when you see guys who are like over 6 like 11 in basketball and they always just look like they're like newborn giraffes and it gets really awkward <laughs> movement and I mean, you the know the most recent one that i can think of is is Taco Fall yeah he just always looks like he's uncomfortable moving or he can't really, you know, it looks like he's like his first day in his body, like that kind of thing. Dude, this guy moves like he's Steph Curry. He's hitting fadeaway shots. He's hitting like little like hook flip uh, of his wrist shots. He's hooked, like fall away stuff, three points. It's, it's crazy. They're saying this guy might be the, like maybe the best basketball prospect ever there's people saying that you know lebron james when he was coming out of high school was like the best athlete like of the modern era they're saying this guy people would take him over like lebron when he was coming out it's and when you watch him it just looks like everybody's making the same joke it looks like the guy you create in you're uh you know on a video game where you're just like he's gonna be taller than everybody but he shoots like steph curry like it's it's crazy i will send you the highlights it's amazing but i just wanted to he's been the talk of the town the past like two days but the other talk of the town in the nba before the season starts is draymond green just punching out jordan pool like a it does it look like it's a sucker punch right from that video oh, it yeah. looks like a sucker punch and then all these people coming out oh well jordan Poole pushed him well yeah because Jamon green got in his face and was chest to chest uh, yeah if we're friends and if you got chest to chest me i would push you away yeah i would th- i think you would do that to it like if you and your chick got in a fight you would like kind of like push her to get out of your face like yeah and then she would sucker punch me and i would go down <laughs> to the ground like a ton of bricks. Yeah. but the craziest thing about that sucker punch and we talked about this uh when i was watching the video before we started recording is he sucker punches him in the face and then like at least in his brain was like oh shit, I knocked this guy out and I need to catch him before his head bounces off the ground. Because you see like Draymond Green almost like tackle him to try to catch him because he just goes limp. And I mean, why wouldn't he? Like basketball players have well, an insane reach to begin with, but God, Draymond he like hits so him much bigger from, than pool. Oh dude, he's, and yeah, he's Draymond Green, obviously one of the most famous shit talkers in the NBA. So I'm sure- they were going back and forth and Jordan pool was probably kickers. like, yeah, like fuck you. And then, yeah. So I don't know. Do you, do you, there's conspiracy theories, obviously that this is Draymond trying to get out of golden state or trying to I get out of his is, contract. 
What I do you think, think it is? is where Golden State doesn't want to pay them. That's why they were saying, oh, we're going to handle this eternally. I think they're the ones that leaked it personally. Ooh. Um, I think there's a very high chance that it doesn't seem outrageous that, you know, he obviously he's got a contract extension coming up, you know, if, if, if they give it to him and they're not wanting to pay him what he wants to be paid. And so I think what they're trying to do, you know, all my thought and speculation is some, cause somebody leaked it, you know, obviously somebody who had to that footage leaked it and it doesn't make sense that it would be anybody that's not working for that organization that would have tape on the, on the incident. Yeah. Um, and somebody leaked it. I wouldn't be shocked if it was actually Golden State because they want the fans on their side. So they could be like, well, the fans don't want you here. So we're either going to give you a pay cut or we're going to have you leave. I so. could I could see that. I think I think when you listen to well, Draymond Green, all shady as shit, man. I mean, most sports are, but yeah. I agree with you that it's always weird when like these practice or like, you know, when there's not a game being played and it's something happens in a team meeting or yeah, like a a team practice where there's a fight or somebody says something or blah, blah, blah. It's always weird when that stuff leaks into the press because it's like, who's leaking this? Like it's all just coaches and players and like maybe team doctors or whatever for those things. So it's like, how are we seeing this video? Who was recording this? Why is this out? So I do agree with you that Draymond Green has been past his prime for at least two seasons minimum, maybe three. But last year, he was basically non-existent on that Golden State championship team. So I don't think he deserves an extension. I don't know if he'll even be there at the start of the season now. But throughout the season, I could have seen him getting traded uh, during the trade deadline to... There's rumors that he wants to go to the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers are a dumpster fire at this point, so they can use all the help they can get. Even stars past their prime is basically all they can afford. So, yeah, I don't know. Just for that to make it into the press, what a weird, yeah. But I agree with your narrative. Like, Golden State can just be like, why would we want this guy on our team? He's punching out the future of the team because he's jealous or blah, blah, blah. You can write your own narrative, so... Yeah, but just, God, what a great, I mean, great sucker punch. If you're going to sucker oh, yeah. punch somebody, yeah. that's what you want to do. Knock them out. Like, man. I mean, now, now Jordan Poole could be like, yo, I could take anything. I, I got sucker punched by green. <laughs> um, uh, now we, we move. About, oh, continue. Now we move from football to baseball, and we've go. already seen – Well, we were recording yesterday's episode before the game started, but now it's obviously a day past. Did you see that insane Philly uh, Phillies Cardinals game where the Phillies came back from, I think down six runs in the the ninth inning to win that game? No. No, So Philly won six, three. Oh, so they came back with six runs in the ninth, in the ninth. That's insane. Whew. Yeah, no, it, that that's what it was. Um, yeah, so yeah, yesterday's scores you had uh, Tampa, uh, Tampa losing to Cleveland, uh, two to one. You had Philly with a crazy ninth inning, beating St. Louis six three. Um, again, all scored in the ninth. Um, Seattle uh, goose egging Toronto, which 
that's crazy for Seattle. I don't know if you know this, like that's their first playoff win because they haven't been in the playoffs in countless years. I don't remember how many, um, but uh, it was like early 2000s or something like that since they made the playoffs last. Um, it's There was a stat out there. It was like 7,700 something game, or days since they have won a postseason baseball game. Um, I don't know the exact stat on that. I, I saw it, it. It had popped up um, on the on the screen when I was watching that game. Um, but crazy. And then the final game was not much of a game. San Diego 7-1 over the Mets. The Mets didn't look like they wanted to show up at all. Well, the Mets um, looked like they were done when they, what is it, lost the division lead on like the last like three days before the season ended so i think the right. mets are there, done i mean and in in san diego i mean they had four home runs that game so i mean Ugh. it was yeah it, it was it was an ass kicking uh the mets don't look good but i think you know it kind of sets up for what a lot of people were kind of hoping for where you'd get um you'd get san diego i think san diego would be playing la next i think that's that's yeah, how it's gonna let's see. I down. have that right here. Um, oh, well, I thought I did have it here. No, I do not. But yeah, we... four, it's it's the four or five versus gonna be, you know, the one. So that's I think what it was. Let's see here. Yeah, and then uh, the only game as we're recording on Saturday, the only game that is played today is the Guardians beat the tampa bay rays to advance in the wild card so the ones the ones that are happening today are oh, and then we also but then we also i mean they're all playing again uh today but currently you do have toronto up on seattle 4-1 uh top of the fifth um so that game looks like it's probably gonna that series probably look like it's gonna go even at one uh with a final game um with the final game, I believe it's tomorrow at 11 tomorrow. Yeah. At 11. I was looking for the time. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, then later this evening, you do have uh, the other, the other two games with the uh, San Diego and Mets going four thirty-seven PM uh, Pacific time and Philly, Seattle, or Philly, St. Louis going five thirty-seven PM Pacific time as well. Um so we shall see. Um, my picks is San Diego takes it on, clears it on out today. Um, I don't think it was a shock that the Guardians came out and won against Tampa. Guardians look really good towards the end of the season here. Um, I know you don't watch a lot of baseball, but I got my team on right now, even though they're <laughs> well, I've, not even uh, in the playoffs. <laughs> I feel like I've watched more baseball than usual this year because they've just had so much more baseball games on TV or it's been like in kind of the public. Also, you were expecting, you know, to start this only sports podcast. That's true. So I got to, you know, I got to uh, get all my sports content in, but I would say out of, so I love NFL, NBA, pretty much the same, right? Like I follow those two religiously. I love it. I love, I love NBA talk probably more than I love NFL talk, but I like watching NFL more than I do NBA. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I think the storyline and drama throughout the NBA season is always more interesting to me than NFL. Then NHL would be- drama. 
<laughs> then NHL would be next. And then probably, yeah, distant fourth would be baseball. But I do really get into baseball when it's the playoffs. I think I've watched the last, at least, let's see, looking at the World Series, I think I have watched the last at least 10, 11 years of World Series games. So I do get more into baseball when it's in the playoffs. I think playoff baseball is really exciting. But oh, yeah, this is the best time of year. Oh, uh, but my question to you, Casino, is do you see a realistic, realistic shot for anybody winning the World Series this year who aren't Dodgers, Astro, Braves, Yankees? Mm. Outside of those the- four. The only one I could say would be the uh, Cleveland Guardians. I just think they've been streaking towards the end of the season. They look good. Um, yeah, that would be my my sneaky pick there. Um, I don't see the Yankees pulling it off. Yes, Judge is great. Judge, and congrats on Judge for now being the solo solo home run hitter for the AL, which is awesome for him. That's just a feat amongst itself. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, Cleveland would be the only one that I think could ruffle some feathers in there. Um, if the Dodgers don't win it this year, baseball's a sham. (laughs) Do you think, so I think we both agree on this, but the Mets are done, right? They just hit, they peaked too early and they've just been on a gradual decline. Yep. I think San Diego closes it out tonight on them. God, 101 wins. Everybody was saying, you know, because anytime the Mets start doing good, it's all miracle Mets talk, you know, blah, blah, blah. But God, when they lost the division lead with what? It was like three days to go in the season, right? Like they were just done, 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 I think. And then you see them just come out and lay an absolute just goose egg against the Padres. They scored one run. Wasn't that on a solo home run? I think I saw that in the game and it was just seven to one against the Padres. Yeah. It was a solo home, uh, home run by, um, uh, uh, Eduardo Escobar, Ugh, man. So I just think they can, they play tomorrow, Sunday at four thirty-seven PM. I think, I think the Padres just close them out. Right. Yep. I just think this Mets team is deflated. They're done. It's over for meet the Mets at home during the playoffs. See what I did there, Casino? <laughs> I, I did. But so you, so for predictions, who do you think comes out of the NL? You you think it's Dodgers, right? Oh, to go to the World Series, yeah. Yeah. And if it's not, this is this is their worst bust. Because this this team just is, is too good. It's yeah. just too good. If, if they don't make it this year, this is their best team. Even the years that they have won the World uh, World Series in the past five years, this team is better than that. They're, and if they can't pull it off this year, that they're that's sad. Yeah, I'm right there um, with you. I think it's the, I think do, the interesting one to me is obviously the best game we've had so far in the playoffs was the Phillies Cardinals game, just because the Phillies came back in the ninth inning. Do you think Phillies or Cardinals go advance the division uh, series? Um, honestly, that one's just kind of, I, I, I can't really tell who's going to come out off that side, to be honest. 
I don't, I don't think in any of these teams in the wild card are going to do anything outside of the possibility of Cleveland um, in the AL. Yeah, I think the AL is much more interesting than the NL. I think the NL, I don't really even think there's anybody close to the Dodgers. I don't see anybody that are, that are bad teams. I mean, just the Dodgers are too dominant. It is yeah, what it is. And everybody's saying, oh, well, the Yankees are a clear AL. No, they're not. They got Aaron Judge. He can hit home runs. Besides that, the, the rest of the team is a little stale. They had a great beginning of the season. Yeah, no. Do you – so the uh, AL, do you think it comes down to Astros-Yankees? Yeah. Or, I mean, I know you say Cleveland, but if Cleveland gets matched up with the Yankees, do you think they have a better shot if they would have went against the Yankees or against the Astros? Yankees. Really? So you think, I think they could fluster them a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's going to be the the Guardians won today, so that's going to be the next round, right? Is Guardians Yankees? No, uh, Guardians. Um, oh yeah, yeah. They yeah they won today. So, yep. So it's going to be Guardians Yankees. Do you what realistic shot like percentage wise do you give Guardians beating the Yankees? Do you think it's a fifty fifty or? I mean, as long as uh, as long as their pitching stays on point man it's it's gonna it's yeah tough tough to hit them right now so that's you're talking about I, tough to hit the guardians or the yankees the guardians uh and then so i guess the last things we could touch on is i mean we could talk about a little, a little college football um honestly Oof. i don't got much longer i'll be honest um but nhl started up nashville uh started up yesterday with the little over pond action uh nashville is now uh 2-0 for the season san jose is 0-2 we also had another one go final today st louis blues six six goose egg over uh chicago so they're 1-0 chicago 0-1 um and then you still have multiple uh uh multiple preseason games still going on right now um so yeah, that's when a does the odd how that's when does the official NHL season start? Yesterday. Oh it shit! Started yesterday. Um, it started yesterday with Nashville, San Jose, um, but there's still teams playing preseason games. And we will be doing our NHL preview predictions for the season on next episode, Casino. So, looking forward to that. Um, Let's see for, oh man, for NCAA, it was, or for the football, I hate how the, they just call both sides of college NCAA. I hate how it's the, I just want them to break away from that organization. I hate the NCAA, but they had the Red River, Red River rivalry that was supposed to be close. And then Texas just absolutely destroyed the Oklahoma Sooners, which was great because I had the over in that game and Texas basically did it themselves. They apps. <laughs> let me see if my internet would not be slow. I do have the, Jesus, I do have the toaster internet today. Uh, well, the, starting, I mean, I could see you starting to cut out quickly. So we might just want to wrap this up here. Yeah. The, the Texas Longhorns beat the Oklahoma Sooners today, 49 to zero. Jesus. I don't think I don't think Texas is legit, but or I thought Texas was legit coming into this season, but I didn't think they were that good. I mean, my God, uh, 
but yeah, Casino, you got anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Nope. Um, I'm going to kick your ass on the pick'em. No, I don't. I, I wish I would have counted how many games we had different, but it's at least it's at least five. Seven. So it's really separating the man from the boys this week. And uh, we both got we both or you got 12 last week. I got 10 the week before. I still don't remember what your week one picks are. So I will listen to that first episode and come back with our total for the season. I think you are kicking my ass because you have beat me every week except the one week where we tied with five so there you go we'll see what it is this week uh this has been the only sports podcast i'm will that's casino and yeah adios all right bye